Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm the girl that's gonna save your life. Huh. You shot pretty well. For a boy. Can't you handle a woman with a big gun? I put the fun in funeral. I like my men covered in blood. Hail to the queen, baby. I can, and I will. I can, and I will. I'll take a bite out of you. Beware the signs. Welcome back to another spine-chilling episode of Sirens of Horror. As always, I'm your mistress of evil, Ella Ivella, along with... Her sister of sin, Ashy Slashy. Uh, so today we got our very first fan submission, which was Night of the Comet. Uh, yeah, it was recommended to us by I Love Poached Eggs on Instagram. So thank you, I Love Poached Eggs, for this interesting 80s romp. Uh, I also do love poached eggs, so good good for you. Um, I, romp, I feel like, is an accurate word. So I, I did zero research mm-hmm. going into this film. Same. Because normally I, I do research or I know about the film or I've seen it on something. But I was just like, I know nothing. Yeah. I mean, and neither did I other than, like, what this person said on, or what our fans said on Instagram. And my husband, Chris, who y'all, you know, know from our It Chapter 2 episode, which apparently has how many stars, Ella? Uh, four and a half. I'm super happy. I'm just really happy you guys liked it because I know we rambled a lot. Yeah. <laughs> My husband said uh, that this was like a ridiculous, totally 80s movie that he saw when, you know, like one Saturday morning in October because it was like, oh, it's the horror on, you know, whatever TV. The- ABC Family. Yeah. Well, no, not even ABC Family. Cause, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. This was like literally made in the 80s. Oh, God. I, the, the 80s feel of this film is so strong. Yeah. It's so strong. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I love a good 80s classic. Um, but this one, this took the 80s cake. Yeah, seriously. It was made in 1984. Good old 1984. All right. In 1984, you, you made a one hell of an interesting movie. Yeah, like, this is literally the movie that you would, you know, like, back in the 1980s that you would take your girl to at the drive-in and, you know, maybe have a little sexy time in your car, but be back before midnight. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, It, I was kind of expecting a little bit more, like, killer clowns. Yeah. Tomatoes, something a little bit more more ridiculous and I think the fact that it was played off as almost realistic made it more ridiculous yeah because they were attempting to make it seem like this is a like legit movie and there were just scenes where I was like what is what is happening what is (laughs) happening right now are we having a dressing montage are we in clueless like, what is this? And then Cindy Lauper came on. I was just like, oh my yeah. dear God. So, like, you know, I mean, as you know, on this podcast, we do not discuss the movie in chronological order at all. No, welcome to our, our, our jumping around. Um, but yeah, like, the mall scene with the two sisters, Sam and Regina, was fucking ridiculous. And, like, Ella and I literally just sat on the couch and gave each other a hug and, like, it's us! Especially because, like, Sam was putting on all these, like, Flouncy little outfits, it was looking all cute, and Regina was like, black, hat down, smoky face, and I was like, oh god, it's us. 
Uh, but to, to go to the beginning, we'll, we'll try to do this film in chronological order. Because <laughs> there's a lot to... <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, so the film starts off with Regina at her job at the movie theater with the outfits. The outfits everyone was wearing were... There were these shoulder-padded, nutcracker-esque, like... Uh, movie theater outfits. Yeah, kind of like, you know, like like a like a band jacket. Yeah, it, it felt yeah. a little bandy. And she's playing some video game that, like, I kept watching. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how this fucking game works. I'm mm. confused. What's happening? Uh, and she she is shirking her responsibilities to play video games. So I'm like, good on you, girl. <laughs> uh, arcade games. All right, my, like, nostalgia mm. part. Yeah. I love you, Regina. Um, and then there's something about her doing this, and then, uh, the, the, uh, movie technician was like, oh, I'm gonna sell this film to this guy, but you gotta stay here with me all night. And then it goes over to Sam, who is just, if you thought the costumes were 80s-tastic, this one just, like, it kicked it over the edge. Oh, yeah, for sure. She was in a, like... She was in the crop-top sweater with the little, like, the, you know... Spandex. The spandex, um, bathing suit bottom type, you know, it's like underwear. like bodysuit. Yeah, like the bodysuit with the spandex leg, uh, leggings and leg warmers. And she's, like, I think she's only wearing socks because she's at the house. But yeah, she's but wearing it, those, like, the socks that you scrunch down to... You know, and look it's like all neon. It's uh, yeah. all neon. <laughs> yeah, it was like neon yellow and neon pink. And she's literally on the couch. Like, her mom is having this comet viewing party. Because apparently a comet is coming. And, oh, it's going to be so fantastic. Well, I mean, you know, back back in the day when we still thought, like, we, I mean, I'm pretty sure Haley's Comet does still show up, but no one cares about it anymore. But you remember, like, in the 90s when everyone's like, oh, my God, Haley's Comet's going to show. And everyone got really excited about it. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's kind of how I thought this this was. It was like, oh, it's because the comet only shows up every, like, a couple of years. Everyone gets uh, really excited like every, about like, it. Because the last time this comet showed up was at the end of the dinosaurs. Right. I forgot about the... The, the uh, last day of the dinosaurs. The narration in the beginning of the film. It was so intense. <laughs> We're going to talk about this comet and slightly allude to it killed all the, the dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah. So, like, you know, mom's having this comic, or this comic viewing party, and this is, like, before you realize that these girls are sisters. Like, I thought that they were just going to be, like, best, best friends. friends. something. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, uh, they, they don't refer to their mom as their mom, it's Doris. Yeah, because she's their stepmom. Yeah. Who's a cunt? Yeah. My God! Like at first, she kind of did remind me a little bit about, like a little bit of Rochelle, just that, like, oh, I'm having a party, and you, you and your sister aren't here. Like you're here, but you're not here. Like you're just kind of coming back home the moment you're done with like this. You're not going to this thing. Yeah, get your ass back home. And I was like, ah, I know that feeling. And then she like slaps Sam. Yeah, but like cause Sam has that moment, like Sam is literally like, on the couch. She does the leg up thing and then the leg down, and she's like. Ugh. Fine, Mom, I'll do the thing. Like, I'll call Sam. And then her mom just slaps her, and then Sam slaps back, and then her mom punches, punches her, her across yeah. the room. I was just like, fuck! And then goes outside to flirt with Chuck. Who's the other man. And uh, you figure out their dad's a uh, military. Yeah. Like, he's some high-up military person. Yeah. 
Um, so that that's kind of the setup for the movie. And then the comic comes, and oh, oh, the 80s effects. Oh, the 80s effects they did for this comet. Yeah, like the 80s, like, light show. Like, everyone's watching. Oh, my God, I'm going to home, and it's so beautiful. And it's like that, like, technicolor flashiness. It reminded me, did you ever go, this this was a thing in the 90s, Mm -hmm. at, um observatories they would do light shows yeah! in observatories or like they'd bring it to you they'd bring the observatory to your school yeah it reminded me of like that shit where it's yeah. just like these shitty neon lights and stuff like that i just remember i went to one and it's the first time i ever heard the song fish heads fish heads fish, fish heads, heads really really fish heads eat them up yum yum, yum. yum. Yeah, I, I I don't remember anything about that but i just remember seeing floating fish heads in like what and just being like I don't know what's happening, but I feel like this is greatly going to affect my humor for the rest of my life. And it did. <laughs> um, so the uh, Reg wakes up, mm-hmm. uh, obviously having had some hanky panky mm-hmm. in the film booth, uh, and, and is eating popcorn for breakfast. Yep, day old popcorn. Um, and her. The guy, I don't think it's her boyfriend. Um, they don't seem to like each other. No, that it's much. just that kind of like, eh, you're cute. You're cute. Let's fuck. Yeah, I kind of felt like that. <laughs> also, good on you. Yeah, and he wasn't that cute though. No, no, we'll talk about cuteness yeah. later. <laughs> um, and there's a knock at the door, and he just gets yanked out. <laughs> that, that was it. He, he died so, like... No, it was... So it was the knock at the door, and he thinks it's the guy that's buying the film, and he's like, hold on, hold on, man. Like, like you know, he's trying to, like, he's fumbling, getting his pants, he's getting the movie, because trying to sell it to this dude, and then he opens up the door, and it's a zombie. Because that's when we get... Remember, that's when we get our first zombie. Yeah, but at that point, we don't know it's a zombie. Yeah. We theorize, because yeah. we've seen so many zombie films. Yeah, and he's got the, like, sunken in eyes. He's got, like, maybe one or two kind of, like, random flesh wounds on his face. His teeth aren't there. Yeah, his teeth are, and he's making, like, zombie, ah. yeah, zombie rawr noises. But it's it's not, like, scary zombie rawr noises. It's, like, um, it, it's the noises that you would make if you were a scare actor at a children's Yeah, just the kind of, like, Maybe a little bit of the gurgle, like the. I don't, yeah, this is this is beautiful. I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> we we watched the film last night. We've woken up, so uh, we're currently still in that like, yeah, we'll sit here and make weird noises at each other for like ten minutes mode <laughs> of our morning. Um, and he so he just gets yanked out. Um, and they they're make they're having a conversation. Oh, and the zombie so the zombies have weapons. Yes, the zombie used a wrench. Yep. Because he, he remember he like he like bat him, him and he hit, pulled him. Yeah, he hit him and pulled him. And before that, they were having a conversation about the fact that they are in a steel room. Oh, that's right. Because they they have the whole conversation of they're talking about uh, Superman. Because Sup- yeah, she's they're talking like, about Superman. Yeah, she's like Superman could have seen us last night, and he's like, no, Superman can't see through steel. And she's like, it's lead, dumbass. And I was like, okay. You're snarky, you're playing video games, and you just schooled a boy on comic book knowledge. Reg, you are officially one of my favorite characters. You are my favorite character in this film. Yeah, there were, there were literally multiple times throughout this film where, like, Reg would do something, and I looked at Ella, and I just kind of gave her that look of, like... Ain't you. 
Mm. Mm. Like, mm. Uh, I'm aware. I play <laughs> video games and yell at people when they're talking about comic book knowledge. Um, but eventually, Reg decides to make her way out into the world. Yeah. And gets locked out of the uh, movie theater. Mm. And then decides to go around to the back and she spots the wrench with some blood. <laughs> and uh, oh, a zombie attack. We also, sorry, we also forgot to mention where this film takes place. Um, I, I, it, it takes place in a lot of places in LA. Like, there's a lot of scenes where I'm like, you two aren't nearly close enough to be acting like you are. Uh, but I think the El Rey is in Pasadena? It's not actually. Oh! So here's my... I know we've been calling my, you know, factoids and stuff about films my random facts of randomness and, you know, Mina's was trivia time. But we're gonna... I'm changing mine because random facts of randomness is kind of a mouthful. Really? Random facts of randomness? Random facts of randomness? Okay, nobody are you right. <laughs> so we're gonna call them my freaky facts. Freaky facts. I'm digging this. I like the freaky facts. Yeah. So this is my very first freaky fact. Is it freaky? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just did a Pat Sajak voice. <laughs> so, the movie theater in the beginning of the film is the El Rey Theater, which is actually at Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles. Oh. Yeah. So, all this film takes place in downtown. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, because no one lives in downtown. No. Well, maybe back in the 80s. Well, yeah. I mean, like, when you know how you and I used to go to Repo the Dramatic Opera all the time at the El Rey. Oh! So there's all those houses that are, like... Behind it. Behind it, yeah. In the hills. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes, clicking, clicking. And memories are back. (laughs) Um, And and this is where we get our first zombie attack. And it's later explained, the zombie attacks Reg, and she is, like, kung fu master. Yeah. She is straight up kung fu, like, wow. Oh, kick, kick, yeah, like she I think she literally has a line of like, "Remember your self defense classes, Reg." Something, yeah, or like you pick the wrong girl to mess with. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely I took self defense classes, yeah, and bitch did, bitch yeah. seriously did. Like she kung fu mastered that zombie. And I was just kind of like, "All right, badass," and then she eventually gets on her motorcycle. No, it's not her motorcycle. Oh, it's, it's the boys. Motorcycle. Yeah, it's the boys' motorcycle, and speeds off. And this is this is the scene we were just like, this is so weird because it is L.A. and there is yeah. no one. So, uh, another freaky fact about Ooh. Reg and the motorcycle. Yeah. So we both kind of looked we're like, yeah, that's not her on that motorcycle. No. So Reg actually did most of her own stunts. The only stunts that she didn't do was ride the motorcycle. So the scenes of her riding throughout the motor, like throughout LA, if it's it's a wide shot of her riding throughout empty LA, it's a stunt, it's a stunt woman. Okay. But the close up shots of her, she was literally, the bike was literally on a flatbed truck. Huh. So they had a camera rig on the flatbed truck in front of her and you just hear blowing in the wind. That's a cool way to do it. Yeah. And then also, so we like, we literally watched this film and we're like, how is LA so empty right now? Like, I don't fucking get this. I really don't. So, actually, uh, let me find, hold on, let me find a random fact. Because I'm curious about this one, because I'm like, there are so many facts of LA being empty, and it is just, how? How do they get this? Yes. So, the scenes of empty LA were filmed in the morning on normal business hours. The shots of Baron City were done quickly while traffic was held at stoplights. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Go, 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 go! 
Yeah. They were literally like, okay, let's, people are stopping. Let's shoot, 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 go. Quickly, as quickly as humanly possible. Yeah. That's cool, though. Because, like, I'll I'll always say my favorite time in L.A. is, like, driving through the city at, like, 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. Because it's dead. Yeah. It's stunning. I love that part of L.A. When it's empty and quiet and you Mm -hmm. just get all the lights. I loved it. I loved those shots. I was like... Uh, if only LA could be like all of this, but I want like all my restaurants and clothing stores to be open. Mm-hmm. But if there were no people, that'd be great too. <laughs> um, so uh, when she's outside the movie theater, she finds all this clothing. Yeah, like just clothing strewn out everywhere, and there's just like orange dust. <coughs> I was like, I'm gonna wait for her to finish the sentence. But yeah, there's all this little like orange dust, orange dust everywhere. Which freaky fact. I know. I'm like, I'm spewing them out. Like, you just, you're on a roll. Go for it, girl. <laughs> um, the orange dust was actually brick dust. That's how they made that effect, was brick dust. I can see that. I can see that. I definitely, ooh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> People are really made of bricks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just like completely barren city. You kind of see like the wind is slightly blowing, so like maybe some dust will like blow off in the wind. Oh, and it's Christmas time. Oh, yeah. It's also Christmas time. I, it, it wasn't really ever brought up, but, like, there's holiday shit yeah. everywhere. So, uh, she ends up going back home, and there's, like, the barbecue area in the middle of the street where, like, her mom... Or, yeah, because uh, they're so, having a block party. Yeah. Uh, and it's all covered dust, and she goes inside and finds her sister, who is in just the most adorable little 80s cheerleader outfit. It was just so cute. I fucking... Like, I really... I wanted that goddamn cheerleader outfit. I was like, this is not something I would ever fucking wear. But it's so cute. But it's so cute. I want this as a costume piece just to have. It's all blue and pink and 80s. I thought it was adorable. I'm <laughs> like, this is cute. But yeah, so like, here's my other spewing of freaky fact. Oh dear God, they're just coming. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> um, The production designer used what he described as comic book sensibility for the overall look of the film. All right, yeah. (laughs) Characters were given specific colors with the bad guys in grays and blues, and the sisters were in brighter colors. Regina's colors were deeper than Sam's to reflect Regina being the more intellectual than Sam. Hmm. And so when I read that, when I, like, when I found this fact, I was just like, hey, Wait a second, why can't the cheerleader be intellectual too? Come on now, like, she was a badass. They were both badasses. Yeah. But, like, when I read this fact, I was like, really? You made her stupid? You're making her stupid? Not cool. But then I read the rest of it, I'm like, okay, she's still badass, but yeah, she's, I get it. So, Sam was wackier than Regina, which literally kind of... You know, which is literally Ella and I. Like, I would definitely describe you as wacky. I am definitely wacky. Um, for example, Sam's cheerleading outfit is magenta and turquoise. Okay. Yeah, so her colors were a little bit more brighter than Sam's. They were a little more neon-y. Yeah. Where Sam's were, like, bright, like they were bright blues yeah. and bright reds, but they were, like, neutral tones. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. I like how the, the, the comic book sensibility, I'm like... Yep, that tracks. Mm-hmm. They also made a great joke when she's driving through the city where she's like, the smog's really bad today. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, oh, 
I love it. So, so many times you, especially you walk outside. Yeah. Living in LA, we can walk outside and be like, oh, look at the smog. It's really bad today. Well, it's also, uh, the the two games you have to get to play in LA are semi-truck or earthquake. Yep. Especially because I work on the second floor of a building, so it'll shake randomly and it'll be like, earthquake, semi-truck. And then smog or fire. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't smell it. You're never quite sure. Yeah. You're like, what are you? Is this just smog or is something in L.A. caught on fire? Which one? <laughs> Look over, plume of smoke, fire. Fire. All right. It's regular <laughs> smog. Uh, so they get together and they decide they're going to go off and figure out what's happening. And they're going to go to the radio station. Yeah. Because they hear, they hear, like, the radio's on in the house. And, and they like, hear somebody talking. So yeah. They're like, so they're like, okay. Oh, okay, cool. Someone is still alive. We can f- figure what's happening. And uh, they get there, and there is a... It was so Ferris Bueller-y. Because she's got, like, the shades kind of pulled down, leather jacket, and the gun kind of hiding. I was like, ooh. And the actor that is uh, Hector. Mm-hmm. Um, for all of you Trekkies out there, he is Chakotay from Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> and I was just like, baby Chakotay! Baby Chakotay. <laughs> Never thought in my life I'd be attracted to Chakotay, but uh, I can dig it. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. Uh, so they they find out that there are things out there. Well, they so they go to the they go to the thing they go to the radio station and it's empty, but it's like there's like a. Re- I guess, like, almost like a recording playing. Yeah. Um, hot for the plane. Hot for the plane. So, yeah, there's almost like, you know, like a canned recording playing. Yeah, it's like one of those recordings you would have had for, like, if the disc jockey was sick or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's playing, and they have a lovely conversation, and he reveals, like, no, people, people are going mad, because I picked up this random girl. Yeah. <coughs> and, uh, he's a, he's a truck driver, the old semi-truck. So he was also in steel. Mm-hmm. Which was back to, apparently, living in steel will protect you. Good to know. Random thing. Uh, well, the house wasn't steel, but Sam was still alive. Nope, she was in the uh, shed. Because remember, she's like, I was going to pretend to run away. So I hid in the shed. Oh, that's right. She doesn't make the comment, I, I was going to run away from home, so I hid in the shed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and she was in steel. Yeah, everyone that survives was in steel. Everyone. Because uh, apparently that's that's what the evil comment of Doom doesn't like. It doesn't like steel. (laughs) It read Man of Steel and got scared. It didn't completely understand that it wasn't just like steel is a strong metal. (laughs) It thought somewhere on earth there's a man made completely out of steel. And so it just doesn't like steel. That's what I'm going with. Uh, So they figure out that uh, Hector is going to go back to San Diego Mm -hmm. to try to, I think, get his mom. Yeah. And the girls decide, well, we're sitting here. Shopping! <laughs> so I, I do want to go back a little bit. So like while they're while Hector and Regina are having this conversation, Sam 
looks over at the disc jockey station and she's just like, there's no one here. I'm going to put disc jockey. So she like turns on the, like turns everything on, puts on the, like you're on the air sign and she's broadcasting throughout empty LA. Yeah. Um, so freaky fact when she was, or when she says, I'm taking requests from all you teenage mutant comet zombies. Oh God. That was actually the working title for this film. Teenage Mutant Combat Zombie. Yep. Comet Zombies. That's, that's a mouthful. Yeah. I mean, we were at con yesterday and there was, uh, Zombie Lesbians from Outer Space. Mm-hmm. There's a comic book called that. And I was like, alright. So, you know, Teenage Mutant. Comet Zombies. Combat, Comet Zombies. I love how I'm already like, I haven't had enough caffeine to remember that entire title. <laughs> um... So yeah, now if we you know, flash forward, he goes to San Diego and Sam's like, I can't remember what she says, but I think she says, I think she she's bummed out about the fact that she's like, the last guy on earth has hots for my sister. Yeah. So like, they have this cute little conversation, like they're sitting on the couch and she's like, and then, you know, I think Reg is going like, oh, I kind of think, He's I think cute. Chakotay's cute. I don't remember his name. We're going to call him Chakotay. We're just going to keep calling him yeah. Chakotay. She's like, I think Chakotay's cute. And then she's like, he's not into you. Like, I listened to that entire conversation. He's not into you. Maybe he's gay. Maybe he's gay. So, like, so like you're led to think that, okay, maybe he is gay. Maybe he's not really into her. But we don't know. Um, and they go for a drive. Yeah, and, and that's then, when Sam starts talking about, like, this guy she likes that is probably dead. Yeah, and but he, like, and he's from Taft. He's from Taft High School. This was such a random valley yeah, dig! like, this was, like, Ella and I are both valley girls. Like, we've literally, we've grown up in the valley. We're valley goth girls. Get We're right. not the, like, you know, <laughs> oh my god, like, totally, like, oh my god, like, I totally did this, like, oh my god. Okay, I'm about to scare the shit out of our listeners. All right, Are you doing to, your valley girl voice? I have to take a sip of water before I do this. Yeah, this is terrifying. Prepare yourselves, listeners. Prepare yourselves. So, like, oh my god, like, he was, like, totally like this, but he wasn't, like, totally like that, but I was, like, oh my god, like, no way. But then I was, like, I'm gonna go to the mall, and he was, like, no way, and I was, like, yes way, and he's, like, oh my god, and I was, like, totally, and I was, like, that's so rad. <laughs> yep. That was Ella's Valley Girl That is my impression. Valley Girl impression taken from watching in the wild real Valley Girls. <laughs> they still exist. Like, once in a while I'll be oh, at the yeah, mall no. and you'll hear it. And it, it's kind of like seeing, like, a mountain lion in the wild. Mm-hmm. Like, they're rare and elusive. Slightly frightening. Mm-hmm. But, but you can't help but kind of follow it. And see, oh god, you're still here. <laughs> Uh, so Sam's breaking down. You kind of get the idea that Sam, uh, well, I would definitely say looks like the cuter of the two. Yeah. She's definitely, like, she does her hair, she does her makeup a little bit more. Um, I think she has, like, um, and I know, like, I, I think that's a very common thing, because I know, like, we've had the conversation uh-huh. back in, like, college and high school, just because, even though I'm a year older, you you can kind of get that feeling of like oh she's older the guys like Ella even though like I'm pretty sure if a guy had a crush on one of us he had a crush on both of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it also was in the very similar way of like Sam and Regina Regina's a little bit more outspoken mm-hmm. she's a little bit more like in your face I'm gonna deal with this 
where Sam's a little bit more bright and bubbly and kind of wants to be chased a mm-hmm. little bit more and a little shyer when it comes to romance. Yeah. So you get that little bit of feeling. Um, but what I liked about that scene was it wasn't Regina being like, oh, don't be stupid. Don't do this. She's immediately like, you know what else is open? The mall. And you just see Sam's face light mm-hmm. up. So it was this very sweet scene yeah. of like. But it's a, it's really cute though because she's like, do you have your credit card? Oh, yeah. And Sam was like, no, I'm, like, I left everything at the house. And she's like, well, we don't need it. Because there's nobody here. <laughs> and at some point, they, they get a mini machine gun. They get two little mini guns. That, that Yeah, that's actually... I, I think it's a little bit earlier than that. Yeah, because I think What's-His-Face gets them for them. Chico- um, I feel like Chicote probably has, like, he had him in his semi yeah, or something. Yeah, and then it, uh, Sam makes the line, Dad would have gotten us so, a yeah. <laughs> So, freaky fact about the uh, the gun scene where they're, like, trying out the guns. Yeah. Um, this line, the line that Sam has about, that's the problem with these things, Daddy would have given us Uzis, was actually improvised. Her gun actually did jam. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, the director, Tom Eberhard, told his cast to react to any unexpected occurrences in character since their time and budget was so tight that they needed to avoid retakes, which probably makes sense about this film as to why it was just... Okay. Sure. That's a thing that you did. No, they got they got the guns from their dad's house, from their That's parents' right. house, because yeah. then they go and shoot the car. Yeah. And then they're driving around, and then there's a scene where, like... Sam's all sad about the boy from... Yeah, that's right. Taft. I know, it's terrible. I could date anyone that went to Taft. <laughs> wow. Somebody didn't like that. I mean... Yeah. I, I know a lot of people went to Taft, but I'll admit. I was a Granada girl, so... Uh, sorry, your school sucks. Yeah. I was a Canyon High School girl, so... You know, if you, you, were... went, to, if you went to Hart, you suck. Every high school's got to have their... Yeah. Although I did date a guy from Hart. Oh. <gasps> Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Oh, so dramatic. <laughs> uh, so they go and they have this great little scene. And then, honestly, the creepiest part of the film, in my opinion. Oh, God, yeah. So they're having this cute little... Cindy like, Lauper's playing the background. They're having their changing Girls montage. They're doing fun. makeup. And then, so, like, they're, like, at the makeup station. And they're, they're sitting there doing their makeup. And they're just, like, talking. Yeah. And then it cuts to, like, the security room. And you just see this creepy little pasty fucktard lean in with this, like... Wearing sunglasses and, like, a leather... Like, not, not like the... Not like Chakotay's leather jacket, but, like... Trenchy coat. Yeah, like the trench coat. Like, I'm a... Sle- like, I'm, like, the cool sleazeball. Uh, if anybody has ever seen uh, Grandma's Boy... Yes! He, he looks... Oh, my God! Like he... the guy from Grandma's Boy. Yes! The robot guy from Grandma's Boy. Oh my god, he totally is that guy. That's what he reminded yeah. me of. It's just that that weird guy that, like, thought he was cooler than everybody. Yeah, he's like, I'm cooler than you because I'm in my black trench coat with my sunglasses and black hair. But you have no idea how to talk to another human yeah. being. Yeah. Uh, so you find out there's this group of, uh, we find out they're stock boys. I'm just going to call them stock boys. Yeah. And they, they start trying to kill the girls. Yeah, like, they full-on, like, start shooting at that. Yeah, there's a shotgun, there's a handgun, and, uh, Reg takes, because they take, uh, Sam's gun. Yeah. So Reg has her gun, so she's shooting, 
And I love, Sam just starts grabbing shoes. <laughs> yep. Sam's grabbing shoes and just throwing them at the zombies. So, or throwing them at the stock boys. They're zombies. Yeah. They're zombie stock boys. Yeah. It gets, I told you, this film gets weird. Yeah. Real fast. So she starts throwing them at the stock boys to distract them it so was, Sam can, like, move around and, like, shoot them. It was so ridiculous. And then eventually she, like, gets a TV and drops a TV on them. Uh, it was, it was hilarious. It was great. I, I was super enjoying just this, like, I felt like you need in the back of, yeah, like, it, it was so ridiculous. Like um, the Benny Hill music. Oh yeah. Uh, and then eventually Sam gets captured. Um, uh, and she, she takes out one guy. Yeah. She, she takes- like throws him. Mm-hmm. Which is also, we've now learned that Sam also has ninja powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get kidnapped and they get tied up and uh, the guy removes his glasses and it yeah. was actually like a really cool makeup effect. It yeah, like, it was like, it was like, eyes. yeah, and it was kind of cool because it was like the zombie reveal of like, by the way, I am a, a zombie. zombie. Like, oh, so you're not just an asshole, you're a zombie. Good for, because like, we, you have something we want. And you're like, uh, and it was like... Oh, yeah, no, he makes the comment, like, how are you going to pay for all those clothes that you stole? And she was like, it's the end of the world, dickbag. And he's like, no, we've risen from stock boys to owning them all. And it's like, okay, was was this your entire life goal? Was this, like, the antithesis, <laughs> not the antithesis, the epitome of your life? <laughs> the mole. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, and then back, we, we didn't talk about them. There's a shelter with a bunch of geniuses hidden out somewhere in L.A. Yeah, like, I mean, this thing literally looked like fucking uh, Area 51. It looked like every bad sci-fi channel original, like, secret underground lair. Yeah. Every one I've ever seen. Yeah, like, every shot before they, like... Went to, like, the the interior shots. Every exterior shot was literally, like, the chain mail fence that it was like, do not enter. Some guy with a gun, a bunch of sand, and then a building. And all the buildings have concrete walls. And old, old fucking ass, like, Microsoft computers. Mm-hmm. Those white-ish boxes. Um, and there's a the, the girl who's like, we can't bring back the infected. And then two children get off the plane. Oh, poor little children. One of them has a bunny. The little girl has a bunny. Mm-hmm. And you see them arguing, and you you think she's arguing for the safety of the children. Yeah. Nah, no, well, like, you were wrong about that. Honestly, like, I, I, I do want to make a comment, though, because, like, the way she's arguing with... She's, like, other than, like, the two, I, I guess, nurses that you see later on in the film, the two, yeah. like, the two girls, she is supposed... Like, she's... Like, supposedly the only female yeah. in this facility. And it's all men. And they're all like, well, we know better. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, well, no, you don't. And, like, that whole scene, also kind of with Chakotay and Regina at the beginning. Yeah. Women are, like, in this film, women are felt to be, like... Dumb. Dumb. They're treated as dumb. Yeah, like, oh, you don't know anything. You have no idea what's going on. You don't know anything about science. You don't know how to fight. You don't know how to use a gun. You can't do this. Yeah. So, like, I feel like this film is actually pretty good for us to do for the podcast. 
because it was very feministic. It yeah. was weird. It was bad. But like every girl in this film is a raging badass. Yeah, and the men kind of need a lot of saving. Mm-hmm. Like they, they think they don't, but they do. M- men ain't that smart. Um. But yeah, so we go, we have the scene where the scientists are all arguing with the female scientist, and you think that she's... Trying to defend the children. Trying to defend the children. Uh, then we go back to the stopboy scene, uh, the girl's about to be eaten, they're gonna touch the boobies, yeah. No, the military has showed up and death! Yeah. And, uh, kills everybody, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna take her back, and throughout the film, uh, Sam's gonna say, like, when she gets nervous, she gets itchy. Yeah. Like, you tend to see her scratch a little bit. And she, she talks about, like, oh, I get rashes. I got a rash after my boyfriend. Well, no, we also don't, like, so we're like, oh, we have, there's these two girls in the mall that are survivors. Like, they're literally. At the, they're so hunting like, them down. They're hunting them down. And you're led to believe, oh, cool, they're going to save, they're going to take both the girls to the facility and they're going to be safe. Yeah. They, they can, only take Reggie. Yeah, because they think Sam is, apparently, besides the comet, you can also get infected. Yeah. New fact. And uh, you straight up think that the, the female scientist is just off Sam with, like, no, like, yeah. hurrah. She was just like, it's okay, sweetie. This will this will make you feel better. Like, this will get rid of your rash and you'll be fine. It'll be and great. she gives her this shot and then she, like, takes off the armband. And then you're just like, did, we were sitting there. And I'm like, did she, did she, and I'm just, I'm kind of slowly pulling Ash into me. Like, she killed you. My baby. <laughs> with, with so little, like. Do we, we, I, I, cause it felt like one of those deaths you see in horror films where I watched a film recently called, uh, Dark Was the Night. Mm-hmm. And there is, uh, it weird. It, it's real. If you want to watch a film that's got great atmosphere and the most bonkers ass fucking ending. <laughs> it's that film. But there was kind of like the girl's love interest, like, the, the dad doesn't want her dating the boy because he works yeah. on his fishing bone. He's not yeah. good enough. And about right towards the end of the third act, the dude just gets killed. <laughs> wow. Just straight up fucking murdered by these monsters. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it. And I was like, did they, did they kill him? <laughs> no. No way. No way. No, they, no. Couldn't have, they could not have killed Sam. Like, that's not cool. You can't just kill Sam. Yeah. Uh, oh no, it wasn't that film. It was it was Black Swarm. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, he's gonna come back. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to somehow come back and have something. You're just like, there's no way they're gonna kill off the supporting actor. But that little fanfare. Yeah. Nope. Movie ended. He was dead. <laughs> that was it. And I'm like, wow. I'm really happy. I spent an hour investing in this character just to have him kind of get yanked and apparently killed just off screen. Hmm. Okay. So I'm, I'm on that level of, like, I'm, I, I've been betrayed recently. So I was just like, what the fuck is with horror films and just fucking just killing these characters? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, so you're led to believe that Sam is dead. Sam's dead. Reggie has been taken um, to the compound... And Hector, something happened to him on his way back from San Diego. Oh, he was attacked. Yeah. He was attacked by the little creepy fucking child. Yep. There was a little child zombie. And that kid was creepy. Yeah. And apparently super strong. Yeah, and agile little fucker too. Yeah, he was just flipping around and like breaking down doors. And I was like, all right. (laughs) He was just flipping around and 
tiny mutant zombie child of Wu-Tang. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, Hector just, you, you see him just run off into the distance. He was actually, so, uh, freaky fact. Ah, freaky fact. He was actually the son of, the actual, like, real life son of the female scientist. Oh, take your kid to work day. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new, like, way of being like, take your kid to work day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mommy's gonna go out and they're gonna turn you into a zombie and you're gonna try and kill this nice man, okay? <laughs> oh, you did such a good murder job. Let's go have ice cream. You tried to kill him so good. Uh, but all we see of Hector is Hector just running off. Yeah. That's it. And then uh, you get to the compound and you figure out that they they don't want to save the survivors. Yeah. They want to harvest their blood. And they have already have, like, two people. Because yeah. you don't see them. You just see, like, them taking out the blood. Mm-hmm. You see these two nurses. They're, like, taking the blood out. And they talk about that they've already rendered them brain dead. Mm-hmm. And they're now doing this. And now the head of the facility is definitely becoming a zombie because he's wearing some Ray-Bans. Yeah. So we so we've now we've now come like we've now figured out the two symptoms of being a zombie. You're itchy. You're itchy and you're sensitive to light. Oh yeah, and we forgot to mention that that the, the uh, when Hector eventually comes back, the female scientist just straight offs herself. We haven't gotten to that yet though. Oh, we haven't got there. Oh, yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, but yeah, so like there's a scene where one of the male scientists I think is like interviewing Reggie. Yeah, like, do you do you have diabetes? Have you, do yeah. you have this? No, he's asking if, he, if she's had the hep, if she's had hep. Yeah. Uh, have you had this? Because he does ask about diabetes and oh, other okay. things. So he's, he's trying to give her, like, a medical example. Yeah, he's like, have you had hepatitis? And she's, like, talking about something. She's like, I... I got like, mono from Jimmy Thing in the seventh grade. And he's like, have you had hepatitis? And she's like, you know, just blabbing and blabbing. Like, yeah, she's like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm just going to, like, sit here and, like... Not talk to Cross you. my arms, look salty. Yeah. And then he kind of, like, rubs his, like, he looks down and rubs his eyes, and he grabs the Ray-Ban sunglasses and puts them on. He's becoming one of them. So, like, yeah, those are the two symptoms of apparently being a comet zombie, or itchy skin and sensitivity to light. And taste all in the same glasses. Yeah. They yeah. all wore Ray-Ban sunglasses. All wore the Ray-Bans. I was like, all right, this is a style. We're mm-hmm. going with it. Uh, but yeah, so then we, then we get back to... The radio station because Hector comes yeah, in. Hector comes in. He's like Regina, Sam, blah, blah, blah. like he's you know trying like Are you guys still here? Um, like it hit. You know, he's basically coming to tell them it's hit San Diego. My mom's dead. Yeah, I got attacked. And then you see the scientist, the female scientist, on the couch smoking a cigarette and wearing glasses and wearing the sunglasses. She's a zombie. I don't know why. Hand things were involved in that. <laughs> um, and she's talking to him. I don't really, like. I don't even remember what the conversation was. It's it's about like she's just being a nihilistic bitch. Yeah, she's just like you all think you can escape it. What are you gonna do? Repopulate the earth? You'll never figure it out. And she gives herself the shot that you think killed Sam. Mm-hmm. And then you get that. And then he's just like huh huh. And then the scene just ends. Yeah, like, she straight up just injects herself and just dies. Yeah. Also, freaky fact. Ooh! That entire scene, like, the dialogue of that entire scene, was all written by the actress that played the female scientist. Get it! That's really cool. I love it when, like, they let actors, like, write parts for themselves, Mm -hmm. because I'm not an actor. 
I'll never claim to be an actor. Uh, but I'm around a lot of actors. Hi! Yep. Hello! Married to one. And I feel like, because I've, I've directed a lot and I've done a lot of producing and stuff like that, then when you let characters, or like actors, really get into a character and be like, you pick why they're doing this and you kind of give them, like, you give them that uh, ownership yeah. of a character, you get some really cool shit. Yeah. Because they just kind of like, well, what if we did it this way? And then they kind of like, they write up something like super quick for that scene. And then you end up being like, oh, that's really good. I like that. Let's keep that. Yeah. Uh, so now we get back to the compound. And Reg has snuck out. Mm-hmm. And is wandering the halls. And is uh, figuring out that they're about to pretty much brain dead these two little kids. Yep. And she is not having any of that. Well, no, you forget the, that poor little girl. So, like, the little girl's, like, holding her, like, bunny, and she's like, what do you, like, what is that? And she goes, oh, sweetie, it's just gonna, it's just gonna make you laugh for a little bit, and then you're gonna go to sleep. And then when you wake up, you're gonna be in the North Pole with Santa forever. You're just like, oh, dear God! And then she's like, I'm gonna see Santa in the North Pole. And the nurse is like, yeah, sweetie, all you have to do is just put this little mask on and breathe in. It's so creepy. It's so... F- I was like, oh my god, this nurse is psychotic. Yeah. Um, and the little boy is like... So, it's, like, it's funny. So, I recently started watching um, Renoic. Yeah. From uh, American Horror Story. Yeah. Those two nurses reminded me of the crazy nurses in that... In that yeah, I, I believe that. Season. Uh, and the little boy is like, there is no Santa. What are you doing to us? Like, the little mm-hmm. boy is like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Some, some, something don't smell right. Yeah. Uh, and Regina comes in there and somehow gets the kids out. Yeah. And ties up the people, uh, the crazy nurses. Mm-hmm. And then we get to, uh, Hector showing up. And, uh, in, in, uh, uh, the very cowboy. Yeah, he's like, he pulls up in a convertible and like some sort of cowboy get up and he is like. Oh no, it's a truck. No, he's not in his truck anymore. Alright, he's still, he's in the convertible. Yeah. He's talking to the guy. He's like, I got someone real cool. You want to see it? It's in the trunk. Yeah, he's like, you like, no, I think he's like, you like girls? I got some girls in the trunk or something like that. Like, with no, like, I think like, it's beer. I think it's beer. I don't think it's that creepy. I don't think it's, I have a girl in the trunk. Well, no, I think, like, it's, it, I think it meant, like, it's, I read it as, like, because he does say, like, he says, I got some girls in the trunk, but not, like, I have a girl in the trunk, like, but, like, like magazine. I've got magazines and beer in my trunk, man. For some odd reason, I was just like, what the fuck? Who would not be deeply disturbed would be like, I got girls in my trunk. <laughs> right? Are they all in one piece? Well, no, like, it's funny, like, I almost, like, when he, like, started walking in the trunk, I was like, oh, shit, what if he has the scientist? <laughs> like, I thought he was gonna, like, open it up and the scientist was gonna be dead and they're gonna be like, what the fuck? He's gonna shoot him. No, instead, it's Sam! <laughs> Sam is alive and she's got the Uzi and she fucking, like, shoots up, like, she shoots the security guy at the gate. And Sam's like, I'm gonna go find my sister. And he's like, I'm gonna go do shit. Starts putting stuff below cars. Mm-hmm. And then but the greatest, I love this scene so much. So uh, Reggie's got the two kids. Mm-hmm. She's running through these aisles. And then she turns a corner and somebody's there. And he gets shot. And he falls. And it's like, Sam! And they run up. They and run each other, hug. And she's like, you're alive! Great, Great outfit! outfit. 
And I was just like, oh my god, that's what I would say. Yep. Because I'm, I'm not the super touchy-feely one, so I would be like, oh my god, you... Damn, where you get those boobs? I'm borrowing them. But... Yeah, like, I, this this movie is literally just us. It was a weird 80s it, like our psychotropic. It, 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 it was our past selves, Ella. This movie was our past selves. Uh, we were fun in the 80s. <laughs> uh, but at the end of it, uh, Hector explodes the base. The children are safe. They flee. Mm-hmm. The small girl has her bunny rabbit. All is well. I thought the film was going to end there. Mm-hmm. They've defeated the evil scientists. They have all this. No. Now it goes to like... Everyone's wearing like church clothing. Yeah. And like they're-, they're in church clothing and Reggie's taking pictures of the two kids with a Polaroid camera and the calling everybody Auntie. Like it's, it's Uncle Hector and Auntie Reggie and Auntie Sam and it's just weird. What is happening? I'm like like they're literally like it's still LA is still completely barren. Oh no no, we forgot the scene the rain. The rain? Remember, so like they drive off, and it's like you're be- you're you're led to believe oh. you're led to believe that's the end of the film. Everything has been it, defeated and blown up, and yeah, it rains and it and it then, sweeps yeah, away like, everything. Yeah, because you see that like it's gray sky, like the red tint disappears and it's just gray skies, and then rain happens. And li- Ella and I literally made the comment like it never rains in LA. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, it rains in LA. It doesn't rain that much that quickly. Yeah, but like when it rains. It floods. Yeah. Which, which would have been really because you'd be in, like, people water. Mm-hmm. But you do get that show of, like, people's shoes and clothing. Like, everything being... just washed away. And suddenly L.A. is clean and pure? Yep. Okay. But empty. But empty. Yeah. Clean and pure, but still empty as fuck. And then it cuts to Re- Regina taking photos of the kids in front of, like... Yeah. And, and not one across the street. Yeah. And, and Sam's, like... I'm just gonna cross, and she starts to cross the street, and a car zooms by. <gasps> there are more survivors. No, no, no. She like literally. So Reggie, Reg turns into like from like I'm the super like stoic badass, so, like bitch, Mama Brady, to like literally Mama Brady, and she's like, and Sam is like, like Sam's across the street, and she goes across the street, and she's like, no, wait no, no, no wait for the light, Samantha. Like you can't cross the street without waiting for the light and then sam is like what the fuck rich come on there's nobody here like we're the world is fucking ended it's empty it's just us there's no one fucking here and she starts walking across the street and this convertible comes whoosh zooming down the street and then like you know sam moves out of the way like what the fuck dude and like i i straight up thought it was gonna be a zombie I was like, oh no, they're still alive! And can drive now. <laughs> well, I mean, they can carry weapons and they can talk. Yeah, not too far. Yeah. So and they have good taste in cars. Yeah. That was like a really pretty, like, blue, true blue, like, convertible, like, yeah. Camaro. Like, it was a good mm-hmm. car. I was like, so, like mm. And then the convertible stops, and this guy with Ray-Ban sunglasses, you're like, oh shit. And he <laughs> takes off the sunglasses, he's got normal eyes. And he's like, hey, you're cute. And, like, they have the Sam and this guy kind of have this thing, and she's like, well, what's... Uh, and Sam gets in the car, and of course, Reggie, being now Mama Brady, is like, you don't even know this guy! You don't even know his name! Why are you getting in the car with a stranger? Be and he's back like, before midnight! And he's like, my name is Danny Michael... Keaton. Keener. Keener. Danny, 
Danny Michael Keener. And she's uh, like, his name's Danny Michael Keener! Be back and, before midnight. And then they drive off. And you cut you so you get a shot of his license plate. Which was DMK. Which was DMK. And in the very beginning of the film, Reggie is playing her little space game, and there's one thing that's not Reggie, and it reads DMK. Yeah, like she she's like one point off of getting the high score, and it's DMK. No, no, she had the high score. He was at six. Oh, okay. But she was upset that somebody had Someone like, else had the high score. There was there's another name on this thing. No, I am one through ten. Yeah. I am one through ten. Get your fuck off this. Uh, so I, I guess he's cool because he plays video games. Yeah, but the, the and edge, he's got a nice car. Yeah, and he was he was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was cute-ish. Yeah, he was cute. Chicote was cuter, but he was cute in that very eighties prep boy. Yeah, like very a very much Sam type. Mm-hmm. She wants a cute prep boy. Yeah. Um, but this this film it, it took me through so many twists and turns, and never would I have expected. From just the descriptions of it, people talking about it, would I have ever expected it to be so uh, family friendly? Yeah. Well, because honestly, so when I Love Poached Eggs mentioned this film to uh, mentioned this film to me on our Instagram, they mentioned it as Tank Girl meets Night of the Living Dead, and that's how I sold it to Ella. I was like, "Hey, we should check out this film. It's our first fan recommendation." He's this person says it's like. It's Tank Girl meets Night of the Living Dead. Both I, I, of our favorite films in one. So we're like, cool. So I'm like, I I, I definitely get the Tank Girl vibes. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're snarky, they're witty. Yeah. Sex isn't really, like, off the table. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a very, it's a very feministic, Tank girl film with the, the post-apocalyptic yeah. and the red skies. Uh, the zombies felt more like they live. Than yeah, like actual like, like night zombies, the, yeah. where they're more like, are you zombies? Are you mutants? Are you mutant teenage zombie comets? <laughs> like, what are you? That is the name of my new band, <gasps> Teenage Mutant Zombie Comets. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, we are Teenage Mutant Zombie Comets. Um. But the thing is, as as weird as this film was, I really enjoyed it. I did. It was it it was definitely enjoyable. We we've watched like we did we did it. We've done Gerald's Game. We've done so many real 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 heavy movies. Even Final Girls, which has a lot of fun to it, it's still heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of forget how great just just fun horror can be. Mm-hmm. It was a fun romp. You, you called it in the beginning a romp, and you know what? It's true. It was a romp of a film. It really was. And, like, it's funny. So, like, we, we had the, you know, like, so in the, like, you know, going back a little bit to the scene where Sam and Reggie are talking about Chakotay. Yeah. Like, oh, he's not that into you. I think he's gay. And Sam, or, like, Reggie kind of was like, oh, maybe he is, but whatever. Like, yeah. I don't care. So, I have a theory, Ella. I think, so, we, you know, we, we've led to believe that Sam and DMK are going to populate the Earth. And Reggie and Chakotay. Reggie and Chakotay are also going to populate the Earth, and they have their new adopted children. I guess. <laughs> so, you know, the Earth will now be repopulated. That's but a weird. But I have a theory about Chakotay. All right, go on. Chakotay is bi. That does track for most men I am attracted to. Yeah. I like the bi ones. You do. 
I'm not married to a bi one, but I like the bi ones. <laughs> They're fun. They dress really well. They do. Bisexual men dress the best. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've, like, I think that he's probably bisexual. So, like, they'll, they'll populate the earth, and then maybe he might be poly. So, like, I could see, like, I could see Reggie being like, okay, cool, you're bisexual, you're poly. Maybe not with my sister. Yeah. Well, no, like. skip the incest. Well, no, like, I could see him, like, falling, like, having, like, they could have another guy in a relationship. Yeah. Or, you know, a a little just weird try. Because I'm sure there's gotta be more people in LA that were in steel. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find and we'll make a giant polycule. Hmm. We'll, we'll just have the repopulation earth. It, it'll be like the man said family, but with less murder. Yeah. Um, so I have a few more uh, freaky facts. All right, let's go for it. Um, one of them was Joss Weasen. Joss Weasen. Joss Weasen. <laughs> nope. That's what I'm calling him now. Joss Weasen. Joss Weasen. <laughs> Joss Weasen. Joss Weasen. Oh, s'il vous plaît. Joss Weasen. <laughs> I liked the film about the people of the Cowboys in the space. <laughs> Joss Whedon has cited this film as a big influence for his original film of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that he made in 1992. I can see that. Like, definitely with, like, Reggie. Re- uh, Buffy in the original film is definitely a combination of, like, Reggie and Sam. Mm-hmm. Which we should definitely do for the podcast, I think. Ah, uh, Spike. <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> He's just so hot in that film. He's so hot in that film. Also, so remember the nightmare scene that Sam has? Like, she has a couple nightmares about the cops. The zombie yeah. cops. Yeah. The two police officers in Sam's nightmare actually were real cops who worked on the film stopping traffic so the film could be, so the film could be done. Aw, they paid him back. Thank you for stopping traffic. We'll make you into zombies now. <laughs> Um, so let's go through our badass bitch moment. <laughs> there are so many. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with mine. Um, just honestly, that end scene when, like, they're kind of driving away and Regina's, like, giving, like, catching the bunny out of the window for, like, the little kid while having the gun. Mm-hmm. It was just so, like, I got your buddy kid. Yeah. It was just, like. I don't know why, but the idea of, like, shooting guards with one hand and catching a small child's bunny was just like, this is amazing. (laughs) I will both save the small child stuffy and kill you all. (laughs) Felt very Duke Nukem. Yeah. I I, I dig that. That was my favorite. What about you? Um, Honestly, I think my badass bitch moment would probably be Sam coming out of the trunk. That was... I was going to say, I was... Because you kind of, like, you're led to believe that... She's dead. She's dead. And then you get this reveal of, like, just kidding, here she is being a total badass in her jumper, like, shooting with her Uzis and, like, you know... Getting it all done. So in the beginning of the movie, Sam is all in brights. Yeah. She's got the tur- she's got the pink yeah. and ma- the magenta and turquoise. When she comes outfit. in to the... And she's also got the... She wears the little blue prom, dr- like prom dress with the... Yeah, with the fuzzy red stuff. beads and yeah. stuff. Uh, but when she shows up at the compound, she's in neutral. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the film, Regina's in pink and she's in darker colors. No, she's still... So Regina's in like that kind of pale pink church dress. That was so ugly. <laughs> well, it's the oh. 80s. But she... Shoulder pads, the, like, weird collars. She still has some, like, black on her. No, she had blue. 
It was blue. Okay. Yeah, her bathing suit was blue. She had a blue bathing suit, and then, like, I want to say, like, might have been magenta, but, like, she had, like, you know, like, some, some other color as, like, the little sarong. Yeah, but she looked a little bit more, like, badass yeah. at the end, where mm-hmm. Reggie looked a little bit more... Yeah, so, like, their their color schemes almost switched. Yeah. Uh, I also just... I, I, I have to give it up for Sam throwing shoes. Yeah. I, I have to give that... That's, like, my honorable badass bitch moment. It's just like, oh, God, I'm trapped. What do I do? Stiletto! <laughs> yeah, I think that was, like, second badass bitch moment, too, of, like... Because they kept, like, they were shooting at her, but they kept shooting, like... The shoes, and the, they Yeah, because the shoes were, like, behind, like dividing her and the Stockboy zombies, and they were just falling around her, and she's just like, what? Like, okay, I need to figure out something to, like... Throw the shoes! Shoo! Throw, 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 throw! <laughs> I, I, I fucking loved it. Um, Alright, so, Ash, what is your rating of this film? <laughs> I think I'm gonna give it a three. I think this movie gets a three. It was fun! It was campy, adorable, 80s, wholesome rompness. Yeah. And it, it definitely had its, it definitely had, you know, its feminist aspects to it. Yeah. So it, like, I definitely liked it for that. But I mean, I'm not going to give it, I'm not going to give it a five. The makeup was terrible. The makeup the was terrible. It's, it's an 80s film. It's not going to get a five. You, there, there's, there's a reason why we didn't really go into, like, really deep, like, points of this film. Was because there were none. Yeah, we we this is I'm gonna give it a three as well. It's it's a perfectly great white cupcake with white frosting. Mm-hmm. It it is it is basic. It is fun. Uh, there there's really nothing to like dive into. Like neither one of the characters were mean. There was really no complication. Um, it, it was just two sisters who love each other who sometimes argue against mutant zombies. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of all there was. And I'm fine with that. Um, I'm going to give it a three as well. Um, if you tune in next week, we're going to do our uh, not quite creepy pasta. <laughs> uh, we're, we're deciding to uh, do a little back, a little bit of the past creepy pastas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually going to be doing Sleepy Hollow. Yep. So uh, Ella's going to be covering more or less the legend of Sleepy Hollow, and I'm going to be covering the Tim Burton film. Uh, you're going to do the Tim Burton film and then the Disney one. So yeah. you'll be looking at the modern interpretations of it, mm-hmm. and I'll be looking at the old one. So uh, get ready for Spooky. And then the week after that will be good old Halloween, mm-hmm. and we will have the amazing M. Grimm. Yep. Back. She will be back. That's that episode, and we are going to be doing a doozy for your ear holes for <laughs> Halloween. We are going to be doing The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. And we will be covering the book, the movie, and the, the miniseries. miniseries. So prepare yourselves for another very lengthy Stephen King episode. It, it is the season of the king. <laughs> uh, but as always, check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Please check out our Patreon. Even a dollar helps us out so much. We love making this for you guys. And as always, good, bad, we're the girls with the mic. See y'all next week.